just keep persevering and don't listen to what anybody says except uh, the people that are around you that want you to be successful and your family. Welcome, Hannah, to the Fit Team Show. Thank you. Excited, yeah. excited to have you on today. Hannah's a professional race car driver, and look forward for you to share your story with our audience. Yeah, yeah. To kick it off, just share, a, you know, just share 30, 60 seconds, a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I'm a professional race car driver, like you said, and I'm from Indiana. Uh, I've been racing since I was seven years old. I started in go-karts and then moved into race cars when I was 15. Um, and ever since then, I've kind of just been working, you know, every day to keep the dream alive and race cars, you know, every year, um, even though it's a tough business, but I'm still here. So when did you um, first race? Um, my first race car race, I, when I was 15, I think was... I'm really spacing. I think it was like in the middle of the summer of when I was 15. I really don't know what year that was. Um, I think maybe it was 2015, 16, something like that. Um, but yeah, I was in a spec Miata. What other hobbies did you have growing up before racing? Um, I, honestly, I didn't really have a ton because I was so busy, you know, racing go-karts and stuff. Um, it kind of took up a big portion of my time. Uh, I mean, I liked animals. I liked to go outside and run around and, you know, go jump in the lake in my backyard and try and go find, like, turtles and frogs and things of that nature. But I guess those aren't really hobbies. It was just kind of me being weird. <laughs> how, how was school for you growing up? Uh, school was actually kind of rough for me uh, just because, you know, I was the girl that liked racing and people thought that was kind of weird. So kids didn't really, uh, like, I guess, take to me. They just kind of thought I was a weirdo. So I was kind of like an outcast. Um, but I think it kind of turned out good in the long run. So, so why racing? Uh, you know, I didn't really put myself into racing. My dad was a fan of racing, and um, he just kind of did it as a hobby. And he always had it on the TV. We were always, like, watching NASCAR, and I remember watching Danica race when I was younger, and I just kind of told my dad one day that I wanted to do it. Like, I still remember, like, sitting in the living room watching TV and saying, yeah, I want to do that. Um and then eventually he took me to a go-kart track and put me in a go-kart and it was kind of the end of that where are you currently living and where did you grow up uh currently i'm living in fort lauderdale and i actually grew up in granger indiana so i escaped the snow i was tired of it when did, when how long ago did you do that um i left indiana last year i think um yeah last year uh in I think April or no I was way earlier than that it was uh I think February when I left obviously you know it's you're in a sport it's 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 not easy so share some of the struggles you had on early on and then even more so now yeah I mean I think the biggest struggle that I've dealt with um I guess my whole career is just you know I don't come from a, a family that has you know uh the budget to to you know, pay to go racing because racing is kind of one of those pay to play sports. Um, if it's not you paying, it's somebody else that's paying. Um, so my whole like career, it's been a struggle to be able to find funding to keep going. Um, but I've been really lucky with a lot of opportunities that have made it possible for me to keep going. Um, yeah. And, you know, I guess sometimes being a girl in the sport can be tough because you have to really like prove yourself like extra, like, and, you know, some people don't take you seriously and I've really had to fight and get in people's face to be taken seriously so that's a couple of the struggles what about some things that you've accomplished so far 
Uh, I mean, I think staying in racing is a big accomplishment in itself because, you know, people like me don't really 100% make it all the time because, again, it is a pay-to-play sport. Um, so the fact that I'm still here and still getting opportunities, I think, is a big accomplishment. Um, but then also I've competed in IMSA, which is probably one of the most premier sports car racing um, series in the world, uh, which is also a big accomplishment just because, again, I didn't come from anything Uh and yeah, I mean, just uh, being quick um, and still finding opportunities and, you know, just doing well, I think is probably one of my biggest accomplishments in general. What goals do you have moving forward? Uh, moving forward, I want to race IMSA more. Um, I want to make it to the, to the top level. I want to compete in the Rolex 24 um, and maybe even like Le Mans someday. Um, just basically any car that I drive or race, I just want to win every time I get into a car. So I guess maybe my goals moving forward are to win more. You mentioned Danica, you looked up to her younger on, you have probably, I'm sure many people look up to you for what you're doing in the sport. How does that feel? It feels pretty good. Um, I mean, it, it and sometimes I look at it and I kind of laugh cause I'm like, I don't, I don't have all my ducks in a row, you know, like I'm struggling just like anybody else's. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to have people to look up to me and they see me at the racetrack and think I'm inspiring. I mean, and that's kind of the biggest message that I try and send out is that you can do basically whatever you want to do. You just have to kind of put the work in and not listen to the people that tell you that you can't do it. So somebody that's getting started in racing, what tips do you have for them? Uh, I would say to have some tough skin because it's rough. <laughs> it's a rough sport, a uh, rough industry to be in. Um, and you know to just keep persevering and don't listen to what anybody says except uh the people that are around you that want you to be successful and your family how does someone even get started in racing uh well i mean the, how i got started was in go-karting um but i mean it's just really driving anything that you race i guess and it kind of just naturally progresses from, progresses there. from there yeah so teamwork's obviously a, a extremely important the people you surround yourself with let's talk about at an early age you mentioned your dad and then it may even now some of the people behind the scenes that have helped you grow to where you're at yeah I mean I guess when early on it was more my family um and then just kind of as the years went on you know you kind of start adding a bunch of people in your corner that are going to be mm -hmm. there in the long run because they want to see you be successful um but yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of um, people in the racing industry that, you know, want to see me be, be successful too, um, that, you know, the word kind of gets around and it's like, oh, like Canada doesn't have a ride and everybody kind of like jumps on that and like tries to help me figure out like, okay, how do we get you into this? And uh, it's really cool. Like the industry can really like, it can either really help you or it could really hurt you. Um, and I've, I've been through both. So um, yeah, I mean, just... It's, I, it is like, I try and keep my circle pretty small still, um, just cause you have to be kind of careful of the people that you let in your corner. Um, and I think that's with any industry, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's still, my family's still first and foremost though. Who else could, besides your outside your family that's helping you, um, today? Uh, well, I mean, I have a couple, you know, friends that have, you know, been helping me, um, try and succeed. I mean, Geronimo who's here, <laughs> um, and you know, he's just an example of, you know, a bunch of friends that I have that, 
um, you know, I'm constantly going to bouncing ideas off of, or they're introducing me to somebody, um, just cause this, the sport is also based on relationships. Um, so, you know, you just kind of go around and try and get yourself introduced to different people and see what opportunities you can kind of pull out of meeting people. When you started, you probably even have it now, you said people were doubting you, questioning you, but do you have anyone close to you when you started and maybe even so now that you feel like doesn't support you hundred percent? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that just because if they don't, I just get them out of my corner. (laughs) That's great. That's great. We tell people focus on the people, you know, that believe in you, inspire you, you want to be around. And sometimes it's tough because if you have family or some people you can't get away from, yeah, you have to just minimize your time with them. Right. That's great. You don't have anybody that's in a situation holding you back. Yeah. Well, I mean, my grandma, she like really doesn't like the whole race car driver idea. She kind of wishes I'd go to college and get a real job, but Mm -hmm. She knows that's not going to happen. So, I mean, I guess I would probably be an example. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Talk about just belief, like just, you know, the belief you have to have in yourself. Right. Yeah, I mean, you you really, you have to have a, like, over, you have to be overconfident. I'd almost feel like, um, you know, and just, again, like the negative thoughts, anytime they come through, I kind of just figure a way to cycle them out of my head and just kind of think like, oh, they're just, they're just hating, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, that's their problem. That's not mine, you know, and I always try and direct it more towards that person and be like, oh, that's just kind of their own insecurities, I think, coming out. Right. What's a, a typical day look like for you? Yeah, I mean, if I'm not racing, uh, a typical week is usually me calling or sending emails to people that can, you know, help me get back into a ride. And um, I do coaching, so that's kind of how I make my income. And then uh, a lot of working out, you know, because you have to stay fit to, to, to race. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, again, my whole life is pretty like surrounded by racing. So a typical race day to walk us through what happens, like when you first show up at the track. Um, when I first show up at the track, usually it's a lot of relaxing, you know, trying not to let my head get the best of me. And this, you know, in the sport, you have to be really calm, you know, cause the second you're stressing out, you start to drive bad. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's a lot of um, debriefing, kind of going over like what the day is going to look like and um, trying to, I guess, plan as much as you can of what's going to happen in the race or, you know, if you're qualifying, practicing, whatever it is, usually you kind of have an agenda of things you have to accomplish for the day. Um, So it just really depends on the day. But a lot of it is, again, just trying to, I guess, go as fast as you can and beat everybody. Before the the racers, obviously you mentioned the debriefing, and I know there's like um, you know you get you, you get together and you hear the rules and what not to do, what to do. I don't know what that the, the term is for that. Yeah. But talk a little bit about that because that's all that's interesting. Yeah. So I mean, with debriefing, usually we go over like data acquisition. Mm-hmm. So we like look at ways we can go quicker. So we look at a bunch of squiggly lines and you know, see where we can find an advantage or make something better that could be better, whether it's the driver or uh, it's the car. Um, so it's a lot of trying to maximize what you can get out of everything. Um, yeah. So a lot of, um, a lot of data, a lot of video, we look at videos and like seeing, uh, you know, you could be over a little more to the right just to get this like little 10th, you know, that people would even think about. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of, again, trying to get the best out of the situation. What's your favorite car to drive? So, so far, um, the, the best car I've driven would be the LMP3. Um, it's, 
it's kind of like a Batmobile. Um, it has downforce and it drives like a sports car at the same time. So it's, you know, kind of in my wheelhouse because I enjoy that. Um, and then also I've, you know, driven Porsches and I love Porsches. So um, they kind of are up in that wheelhouse as well. So where do you spend most of your time training? Uh, I just go to 24 hour fitness I, or is it 20 or LA fitness or something? No, it's not 24 hour. It's definitely LA fitness. 24 hour fitness was when I lived in California cause they have a lot of 24 hour fitnesses there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I like to run outside too. Um, and I like to go play in the ocean and that's kind of a pretty good workout as well. What do you do for practice as far as driving? Uh, we usually will use simulators, um, cause unfortunately like racing is pretty hard to practice for unless you get a deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we'll do some test days. I mean, if I do have a, a ride and, you know, provided there is testing along with that. Um, but a lot of it's a video game, um, a lot of simulation and, uh, I guess mental preparation as well. And looking at videos, I mean, that's really the only way you can can prepare for it you kind of have to show up and just uh i guess do it you already mentioned how it's tough to kind of get out there and when you get started in racing awareness is, is important obviously I, I think you're doing a phenomenal job on social media let's talk about that for just just a, a few minutes what's your favorite social media platform i would say instagram instagram yeah okay if you, if you would just give everybody your instagram handle so they can look you up and add okay you. yeah my instagram is at hannah zellers so h-a-n-n-a and then z-e-l-l-e-r-s and that's all of my inst or all my handles if they want to find me on my facebook or my facebook page as well okay one more time the handle uh h-a-n-n-a-z-e-l-l-e-r-s yeah all right um do you like the, the the addition of stories on there now? Do you use stories quite a bit? I do. Yeah. I mean, I more so use them for things that are that I don't really feel like having out there for forever. You know, mm -hmm. um, just for what I'm. I guess what I'm doing that day because I don't want to blow everybody's feet up with a bunch of random food items that I'm eating. I don't think they'd really appreciate what I ate for dinner every night. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I enjoy Instagram. I think it's cool. Talk about a little bit about, you know, building your brand online on Instagram, like how you've done what you've done. You, you're obviously doing something right because you've created a, a great following in a short period of time. Right. Well, I mean, I've had to I basically just tell my story. I think people, you know, like log on Instagram every day and see like perfection. Um, but I, you know, I, that's not me. Um, and I've had to really go through some hard times to get to the good times. And I think people have just enjoyed watching the whole, I guess, journey unfold. So I think, I mean, that seems to be why they follow me because everybody, you know, leaves comments talking about how inspiring it is and everything and how they followed me for so long and have seen the growth, you know, and um, I guess that's what makes it fun for me. You know, like I never really got into racing to make money or anything mm -hmm. like that. I just did it because I wanted to see how far I could go. <laughs> well, you're obviously doing a great job and you're just, I think you're just getting started. Yeah, I think so right, too. So, um, what about some things, what's, what's like the next event or some of the next events you have coming up here in the next few months to share with people that are in our audience around the country around them? Yeah, well, so we'll be racing in Farah. Um, so I'll be racing with my teammate, Geronimo, and we will be racing around Florida in a Porsche 997. Um, and then, yeah, just working on uh, rides to try and get back into pro racing for next year because my last race was just this past weekend. So it's uh, trying to, you know, get plans for next year as well. 
So anyone that wants to be successful, or is, they have to continue to work on themselves and their mindset and believe in themselves and, and work ethic. Talk about mindset and work ethic and importance. Well, um, I mean, for your mindset, you have to be confident again. And I mean, I kind of wish I would take my own advice, but, um, you know, because sometimes I get in those low paces too, but you just have to really just keep believing in yourself. And even though people tell you it's not possible, like you just have to ignore them and just keep going and just do what feels right in your gut. Um, and then with your worth work ethic too, like things aren't going to be handed to you. Like you have to really like push hard to get what you want. Um, and you know, not expect to just sit around and, you know, have, you know, things handed to you. What are some things that you'd want people to know about you that you haven't mentioned so far? I, I guess that I have maybe a soft side, I guess, like just cause everybody sees this, this, hard ass race car driver, you know? Mm. So, you know, I guess I have a, I have a soft side and I'm kind of girly too, even though it doesn't a hundred percent look like that some of the time. So besides racing, what else do you do currently? What else do you like to do? Uh, right now? I mean, now that I live in Florida and I've wanted to live in Florida my entire life and I, you know, kind of did that. Uh, I like to go play in the ocean. I like to go boating. I like to, you know, just go swim and snorkel. Um, I've just recently started, um, doing some hunting. <laughs> so we were like going lobstering and, you know, fishing. So it's, um, that's, that's fun too. 